This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world, I'm turning inside out. Yeah. I'm floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop me now. Hey, a little prayer for him. Crenshaw's out this morning. Get ready for tonight's 92.9 game high school scoreboard show. Jason Longshore, the voice, one of the voices of Atlanta United, is sitting in this morning. He's our first off the bench. He's our sixth man. He's our he's our Lou Williams. He's our Vinnie Johnson, our microwave. First off the bench, we want you like that? I'll take that. I'll, I'll take the microwave. <laughs> uh, I said that yesterday. I got nailed because I went. 30, 40 years back for a six-man reference. I should have said Lou Williams. You should have said Lou Williams. I don't have a signature <laughs> wing flavor, though, so I, I can't oh, take Lou's. very good. Very I, I, good. I, I can't take Lou's, <laughs> Lou's mantle there. So as, uh, as as Jason has said in this morning and brought all manner of knowledge and just wait till what you're about to hear, um, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning and a happy Thanksgiving and Black Friday, if you will, to you folks in Austell. Austell's a nice place. It is right around the corner. I don't. I ain't far from Austell. Very nice. So we want to say that to you, and also that we're in for the morning shift. Um, shouldn't I be reading something? Should you? No. Well, I, I'm I'm doing a morning show here. I mean, this is the morning show's always got reads. I'm supposed to read. So I'm sure. Hang on, give me this over here. You want to read? Things? I'm going to read something. Okay. I'm going to read something. You know, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Hour is brought to you by this hour is brought to you by Georgia Hemp uh, Company. That, that, that's. I that. don't know if it's real, but it's here in front of us. So. Okay. I just feel like I need to read something with the, you know, when you when you're on the weekends are different. But Monday through Friday, even though it's, you know, holiday, I should be reading something. I want to remind you if you can't get in front of a TV, we got NFL action there for you, you today. Go. Miami at the Jets, pregame at three uh two thirty, kick at three o'clock, and might as well just go in tomorrow because there's only one game that people care about, and that's Michigan, Ohio State. Wait a minute, what? That's the only football game tomorrow that people care about what? that means anything. I know George, George, but you know, all right, we're gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. Other than Tech, other than UGA, because mm-hmm. regardless of what happens in that game, it will not affect the big picture. I will say that confidently out loud. Well, yeah, it would affect Georgia, I guess it would. I'm thinking of the SEC championship. Right. If they do what they got to do against Georgia Tech and they get in there and they lose to Alabama, 
they're still getting into the playoffs. People still care agree? about that game, though. You're true. You're right. Come on. I, I apologize. Yeah, come on now. That, that, was, that was wrong. Wearing the red and black but for a reason this we morning. We don't have it here so you can listen. I so understand. Actually, i got to act like it doesn't exist. I understand. So don't go and watch that game. You want to listen to Ohio State-Michigan right here, pregame at 1130, kick at 12. And then at night, while those guys are playing, mm-hmm. Hawks are at Washington. We got that game for you right here. We're, we're going to talk about some Hawks. We're going to talk next about segment. some Hawks in a little bit here, but Hawks at Washington, uh, pregame six thirty, tip at seven o'clock. Again, I just felt like I should be reading something. You're doing the morning show here. You're in for the morning show, and then we morph into the next hour in for the steakhouse. Are you Are you going to review some restaurants to play the role of steak today? Um, I could, but I'm not. Okay, because steak can do that. Yeah, not that he can just do it, but I mean, his show is set up to where you know you don't get calls from the sales department going, "How come you're plugging them?" You know, that's his show. He he has that already worked into the fabric fabric of the show. Fair enough. But I I can mention one or two something like that. Anyway, um, we came back with "Don't Stop Me Now." Mm -hmm. You requested that song. Did you request it for any particular reason other than being a Queen fan? Because do you know what today is? I know what today is. That's why you did it. Okay. Yes. See, I ain't hanging around you for nothing. Yes. You and I are kindred spirits. We 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 know that today was the day that we lost Freddie Mercury. The greatest front man in the history of bands. Okay, see now now you got a debate. And we gotta talk sports. Front but we man. could go. I know. You 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 got I, I used the term specifically. All right. Well there's there's people who Robert Plant fans are screaming at the radio at you right now. They David Lee Roth scream fans all they want. They can the absolutely they can scream all they want. Front I don't really care. For what, listen, I'm not on the same planet. Else. Not on the same level. Are you talking about sheer performing or singing being a front man? It's both. Being a front man is both. While that's debatable, okay, I'll take Robert Plant out and I'll put David Lee Roth in it because he did some stuff while he was a front man that people will say. Well, nah. different, but still equal. And I know I'm not equal. leaving out a few others. Not equal. Can't say it. Mick Jagger is in the conversation. I was he, just going to throw him out is. there. He is. But Freddie was the best. Okay. That's the take of Jason Lawson. You know, that's, that's my hot and, take of the day. Is it? And I don't even think it's really a hot take, honestly. It's not that hot of a take. There are people who will who don't even was, un- know what Freddie Mercury was like as a front man. They just don't. They saw the movie, mm-hmm. but they don't understand what he was. Go watch the Live Aid performance and yeah, that one, then that get back to That's me. all you need is the get Live Aid performance. 20 minutes, go get And people back still copy that. it to this day. They oh, still yeah. copy some form of, they should. of what he does. And yep. they still copy some form of that to this day. And yep. it's always fun and, and amazing. That is, that's Noel. Excuse me, no. And the crazy <laughs> part about this is if you go to YouTube and do that, they have a side-by-side of that performance from the from – the, Yeah, um, they did a great job with From it, the, with movie, the movie, yeah. And then from from the actual one, do you think that's the best um, celebrity portrayal in a movie? It's really good. Um, there were things in the movie that they took creative liberties with the actual story that I didn't like, but nothing dramatic. I think if you don't know the band and that's your introduction point, it's it's really good. They did a good job. Okay. And that performance, I know they they really tried Rob, to match what's his, it. Remy, Rami, Remy. Yeah. Rami. It's between that and 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 Ving Rhames for me. Mm. Ving Rhames who played Don King. Yeah. I mean, just amazing what he did in that. And then he turned around and gave the award to Jack Lemon. <laughs> I was called him up on stage after winning the award for that performance and gave it to Jack Lemon. <sighs> Go YouTube that if you ain't seen it. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm gonna back up here a little bit and and 
me, Noel, and everybody listening right now, what do we need to know about how this season ended and what to look forward to with Atlanta United? I think the thing is with Atlanta United, you, you've got a one. It's like the Falcons, the Hawks, the Braves in the sense that, yes, there is a season of games, but the conversation is year-round. And that's maybe the next step for MLS in this country. I think here in Atlanta, we have it. I mean, yeah, Atlanta soccer tonight, Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock. Come go. on, we're Atta having that boy. conversation every Tuesday <laughs> night. But that's the the big part of this. And I think the off-season conversation is really important with this team this season because they finished sixth in the East in the regular season. That's seventh overall. The East and the West in MLS this year – very different. They would have been second in the West. They were sixth in the East. The East was much stronger. I think they got the matchup in the postseason that you did not want to see. I, I said it going into the last day of the regular season. I didn't want Columbus. It's a tough matchup. They're a really good team. One of the best coaches in the league in Wilfred Nancy. And you didn't want that matchup in round one. You got it. You won your home game. You took it back to Columbus in game three. And they were the better team that night. And what really came to the fore on that last game was a little bit of a microcosm of the season. They weren't good enough defensively. And that's ultimately what did them in. They gave up too many goals. And in this game, they gave up two early goals. And they fell behind. And they fought. And that's what this team had. They had a lot of character. They had a lot of personality. They they never were out of games because of the firepower, because of Yorgos Yakamakis, because of Tiago Almada. But when you're giving up goals and you're always running uphill, sometimes you don't get to the top of that hill. And they didn't against a good team. If they'd had a different matchup in round one, I think they're still playing. But Columbus, too good at what they do, especially in the attack. They were able to exploit Atlanta's weaknesses. And you are where you are. You're on the outside looking in now. And you have to get ready for next year. And that conversation, what happens between now and the opening of training camp mid-January, isn't far away. You've got to make some decisions on your starting lineup. You've got to make some decisions on your depth. And I think you have to make some decisions about the long-term plan in certain positions. Goalkeepers won. Brad Kazan, at the point in his career where you're starting to have those conversations at the end of every season, is he going to come back? Is he, is he back? I think he is. After the Columbus loss, he talked about, you know, he's got to make some decisions about what happens with him next. He's got to decide if he wants to come back again. He came back from a possibly career-ending injury last year to have the year that he had this year. I need to stop you real quick here. And yeah. Again, Jason Longshore in for Sam Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I listen to you. I'm trying to be a sponge over here and soaking this stuff up. And to help me understand some of the things that you talk about, because, again, for those of you who don't know, I, I'm learning soccer. I didn't grow up with it, and, and I'm willing to fall on the sword if for no other reason, so those of you that I work with can help me, provide me with some knowledge here and help me out here. So you just said something that makes me want to ask this question. Because yeah. in football, when you hear this phrase, uh, or you hear this phrase quite a bit, when there's a guy who has been playing forever and he says he's thinking about retiring, guys who are all-time greats and guys who are retired will say, well, he's already retired. If you're thinking about I don't, retiring, I don't think then you're already retired true. because, well, what they say is you aren't 
mentally committed to do what you need to do in the offseason to prepare yourself for that. It's not It's not your physical attributes may be com- completely diminished. Right, right. It's that you just don't have the approach you've had and that's necessary. And especially for a team that you're talking about has to dial it up a little bit more than they did this past year. That's what I wanted to say to you. So when you hear that, do you feel the same way I do? No, no, because I, I think at that, that was literally after the last game. That was after getting knocked out of the playoffs. You're going to be a little emotional at that point anyway. You're making that decision of do you want to do what you have to do in the offseason to get ready? You're at that stage. If it's a month away from you know the opening of training camp, then I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. And you know, are they going to be ready to go? Brad's going to be ready to go if he wants to do that again. And I think he does. I, I think he wants to go out with a better season. But he's not going to be here forever. And you do have to start thinking about who can be next. And I think you have to, and Carlos Bocanegra said it uh, in the end of the, the season media availability, you got to get somebody in to compete with him. You have to get somebody in to push him. And you have to get somebody in who can be your number one. If they beat him out to be the number one now, then you're, you've improved in that position. If, he's the, if that player comes in and they're the number one next year, that's fine too. But you don't have that next number one in your pipeline right now. So you have to solve that issue. I always wonder how you determine, you know, other than actual goals that are scored, this goalie is better than that goalie. It's tough. And a lot and, of people have pointed at save percentage this year. And I don't think that's a, a valid stat. I don't think there's a lot of stats that are valid when it comes to soccer, to be per- to be perfectly honest. It's not a game you can easily quantify with numbers. Save percentage is literally how many saves you made out of how many shots you faced. Atlanta United was one of the best defensive teams in the year this season in not giving up a lot of shots. The problem is they gave up a lot of bad shots, a lot of shots mm-hmm. that were high percentage of scoring. So they didn't give up volume, but they gave up quality. And that's where his save percentage was low. He didn't see as many shots. He didn't have to save run-of-the-mill shots. They gave up bad shots. And he had opportunities that he's not supposed to save that end up in the back of the net. See, this is why we got this dude here. Jason Longshore, voice of Atlanta United, along with that guy in that office over here. By the way, when you talk to Mike later on, his fan's on. His little fan, uh, maybe he's supposed to be on, but it looked like his fan on his desk is is on. Like it's blowing... You know, the, the thing, the, the wheels going, so you don't want that. Anyway, uh, I have a question I didn't get a chance to ask you. I'm going to ask we got you. Time. Coming, yeah, yeah, we're going to come back here, not this next break, but in the 9 o'clock hour, I'm going to ask you this question having to do with something that was pretty big this past season. Okay. And you'd be surprised that I'm asking this question. But anyway, up next, Caleb Johnson. We're going to talk NBA, going to talk about Hawks, going to talk about this in-season tournament that is going on. It is basketball next. Jason Longshore, in for Mr. Crenshaw, Sam and Greg, in for the morning shift. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. You can blame it all on me. I was wrong and I just can't. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around the we world. Are the basketball. Uh, uh, to the beach, y'all. All about this remake. <laughs> Noel gets massive problems. I, yes, he does. I got overruled and happily. I was going to go old school uh, on this. Come on, y'all. Bring us back. 
forgot the all now, your about major market radio. Bring us back. You got it. You're the no, host. I know. I got it. Show. I want you guys to. No, do. no, no, no. It's uh, your show. We're not taking. We just got your spot. through talking about new members of Atlanta United. You got to get them out there and give them a not chance to prove that they your deserve. Spot. You ain't taking my spot. I just want you to bring us back. <laughs> No, well, all right, I gave. Don't say I didn't give y'all guys a shot. Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. It is Greg along with Jason Longshore, who is in for Mister Crenshaw, who by the way will be in tonight. That's why he's not here now. We both worked yesterday. I want to thank you for letting us be a part of your Thanksgiving on this so called Black Friday. You know they don't call it that in the barbershops. You know retailers no. call it that. Um, we are here and happily to uh, to you know give you our. Opinions on a number of things, and Jason this morning has really, really been opening the door on a lot of what's going on with Atlanta United, and I'm not done with him because i got some stuff I want to ask him about, but we got some basketball we got to talk about now. But it's just been a fun morning. All I think Caleb wishes he was here, literally in studio. He should be. What's up with you, man? How come you didn't come in here this morning? <laughs> uh, fellas, any <laughs> chance that I get for a little bit of rest, I am absolutely taking it. We're, so, not, uh, we're not bad at you. Fair <laughs> enough. Thanks for doing it. I figured this was a good trade-off since I joined you talking soccer all summer. You know, We could get you on while I was in here to talk some Hawks. Uh, absolutely. There you go. Our, uh, our own Caleb Johnson joining um, Jason and I at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game.com. First of all, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was great. Uh, so I, my, my family is the big Thanksgiving family. My wife's family is the big Christmas family. So we usually are able to, to trade off those holidays pretty well and uh, got to see uh, my nieces and nephews. I, I've got five on my side, and then my wife's side has two. Uh, and so getting to see everybody, all the family, catch up with all the cousins, was uh, it was a lot of fun. And, of course, eating a a lot of turkey, and uh, I'm a big I'm a big green bean casserole guy. Oh yeah, so I'm with you on that. that. Yeah, that's that's the time of year that uh, that I, I get a little bit of my sister's green bean casserole and and everything else that goes along with it. But uh, no, it was a really good day. All right, Caleb, and you got a chance to sit down and, and comfortably watch some football yesterday. Uh, so my family, I do have to kind of put them on blast for this. Uh-oh. My family is is a Macy's. Thanksgiving Day Parade, and the dog show family. Oh, yeah. So me and my cousins and my uncles are all sitting with our phones in our hand watching. uh, We were watching, you know, Green Bay and and Detroit. You're you're a better man than me because, no, it'd be some conversation. It got to be more than one TV in the house, right? Um. So we actually do it. We do our Thanksgiving at this, uh, like, kind of, open room facility kind of place because uh, there's a ton of us. Oh, okay. And, uh, like the clubhouse in the, so in the subdivision. We, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we had one We had one TV that was the, that had the dog show on, but I'm used to this. Well, honestly, like I, I, I'll be 30 next year, and for 29 years of my life, this is how it's been. And so I'm just thankful that the technology exists, that I can watch the game in my, you know, on my phone, because in the past it was it was very much a uh, you know does somebody have the little antenna TV that we can <laughs> yes. get a snowy view of the game so yeah <laughs> all right Have you, uh, we'll say a prayer for you 
Uh, <laughs> Caleb Johnson joining, joining Jason and uh, Greg here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Before we get into the basketball, I'm going to give you an insignificant piece of information, but it's relevant today and what we're going to talk about on this day. Wilt Chamberlain pulled down, are you ready for this? And think about this happening in today's NBA. Pulled down 55 rebounds. <laughs> wow. 55 rebounds. Uh, against, <laughs> did it against the Celtics. Warriors beat the Celtics, but it was on this day in 1960. So there you go. Yeah, you know, Quinn Snyder always talks about he, he wants five guys rebounding the basketball. Uh, yeah, Wilt, Wilt was five guys on his own yeah. rebounding the basketball. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> you mentioned Quinn Snyder, and I wanted to ask you this and get your insight on it because we, we kind of talked about this with Atlanta United over the summer. Is Quinn, is he still developing this team into what he wants in terms of game model and style of play and, and and those things is he still putting his imprint on this team in your mind oh 100 percent. i actually i asked him at practice earlier this week I, I said do you have a date in your head of when this team should be fully ingratiated to your system and how you want to run things and essentially you know he, he had a few jokes of you know the end of the season um, but I think that's the idea is he's going to be tweaking this team and, and working on different things, trying to get his full system, his full, you know, view of how he wants to, to run this team specifically defensively. Yeah. I know that's the thing that he's obviously stressing a whole lot. Um, and so what we're witnessing is the, the ramifications of a very short, you know, training camp because it just it, it's it's extremely short. Then they're playing preseason games. Then they get into the regular season, and then even Quinn uh, he mentioned this also this past week uh, that when he saw this team in preseason, he went, "Oh wow, okay, they're they're further ahead than I thought on learning my system." And so he was like, "Okay, interesting." And he got into the regular season, and he saw essentially the, the Swiss cheese holes in, uh, in, in what he's been trying to instruct them to do. And it was like, okay, so maybe not quite. Uh, so I think it's just, um, you know, there, there have been some, some players in the past. I know Mike Conley was a guy when Quinn Snyder was the coach in Utah. Apparently he told some guys of Quinn Snyder's system, you know, it feels like you got to get a PhD to, to be able to learn the type of system that he wants to implement. So it's, it's intricate. It, it's, it's difficult. And I think what we're seeing through this early part of the season is guys are still going to play free. and Trey's still going to do his thing. But at the same time, these guys are, are trying to play within a system that they seem to be effective in, in the past with other teams. And so there, there are some, some things that are a little bit slow to come together. And there are some moments of, of breakdowns happening because, oh, well, maybe – you know, four of the guys thought they were playing zone and one of them thought they were playing man. And so that leads to, you know, uh, an uncontested layup because there was breakdowns. And so that's just, I think that's what's got to be so frustrating for Hawks fans right now is to see of like, well, we brought this new coach in and he's had time to implement a system. And it's like, well, not really. Uh, because, I mean, just this past week, them having three days in a row was one of the longest practice sessions they've had all season and so it's like you know it's just uh you gotta have a, a measured understanding of of 
what's being implemented and how long it's going to take. That's Caleb Johnson joining Jason Longshore and Greg here, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Yesterday, man, uh, me and Sam were on, and Sam floated this, this idea. He had a thought of possibly wondering what it would look like if there was a flip at center, bringing a Conwu in and making Clint come off the bench. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that's more of a – so, for starters, Clint Snyder's always been big on – uh, the starting lineup really doesn't matter because what he does in game, it, you know, he kind of he takes two out here and subs two in. Like, there's never just a full five kind of coming in and replacing the starting five. Um, and so with that, I think you know people people kind of undervalue Clint Capella's rebounding ability. You know, you talk about Will Chamberlain. Yeah, I mean, he's he, Clint's not grabbing 55 rebounds in a game, but he is. Um, just a really strong anchor right there, grabbing rebounds um, and dealing with whoever the, the opponent's five is. I think there's been times, obviously, when he's been outmatched. Um, we saw that against, uh, you know, New York was one of the most recent times that Mitchell Robinson just kind of owned him in the paint. But that doesn't happen very often. And I think that's one of those things that Quinn Snyder can kind of scheme for later on down the road. Now, Onyeka brings a, a really, really good um, athleticism to his game, and he has a, a better ability with some of those defensive assignments taking on guards and that sort of thing. Um, but I don't know if it's just as simple as, oh, we'll just throw Onyeka into the starting lineup. Um, I think Clint has a really good thing going, especially playing next to Jalen Johnson now, who has just come on the scene extremely well and, and is rebound the re- rebounding the basketball really well uh, and is helping stretch the floor, which is one of those things that Quinn Snyder wants to do. It's um, I feel like what they have working right now, not, not that they can't upgrade that center position um, at some point, but uh, it feels like Clint, um, as much as he, you know, he might get a bad rep for, really struggling with those putbacks and, and the little, you know, short bunny shots uh, that seem to bounce around the rim and, and, and out far more often than you'd like. Um, I think he kind of gets a bad rep for uh, all of the good things that he actually does to kind of anchor this team down there in the post. Um, and I, I, not to say that, I mean, I think in the exit, like I said, does a lot of good things, um, but I don't think that transition of swapping those guys or anything like that is, is something that we'll see anytime soon. We got about a minute with you, Caleb. I wanted to ask you about DeAndre Hunter and just how important he is for this team to get past the seven and seven mark, the average kind of mark. Is Hunter maybe the most important player in terms of upping his performances to get them above that hump? You know that I like the the way that you phrase that. It's because uh, I think DeAndre Hunter is his game and how he plays in a game seems to swing this team, you know, one way or the other, where if, if Hunter is having a bad game, this team is struggling to get past whatever opponent they're dealing with. On the flip side of that, when he has a really good game, you see how competitive the Hawks can be and and how much easier it is for them. I did see one thing that was vital to them against Brooklyn um, and, and jokingly, I asked uh, Trey Young about, you know, their their legs in the second half against that Brooklyn game. And, and Trey's like, well, look, we scored 147 points. So scoring points wasn't the problem. And I didn't come back to him, but it was one of those like, yeah, actually scoring points 
was a problem for the Hawks in that second half against Brooklyn, where they were all trying to shoot threes and they weren't falling. But DeAndre Hunter was attacking the basket. And that's something that this Hawks team really needs is that guy who offensively is attacking the basket. That's something that Quinn Snyder wants them all to be doing. And DeAndre just kind of does that naturally. Uh, And then obviously his rebounding ability and his defensive presence, which we've seen it be really strong in certain games and then almost, you know, disappear in other games. So it's, uh, it's kind of been inconsistent with him so far this season. Um, But that's, he's one of those pieces that I think if Quinn Snyder can get his system through um, and it, it, you know, kind of makes sense across the board, um, his play is going to step up because we've seen his abilities to play really, really, really well. Um, It's just, it, it hasn't been in a consistent manner uh, when the when the Hawks need it night in night out. Hey man, yeah. Caleb, are you up on Saturday or Sunday mornings? Yeah, I man, I owe you an apology because me and Sam need to be calling you more. Yeah, this is great. Oh, you good? I mean, I didn't think yeah. so. told you. We have a problem though when we th- we we try to reach out to people and folks don't want to wake up for our show, and I can understand <laughs> that. You know, it's yeah. six to ten. Or yeah, six give, to nine. give Caleb the eight or the nine o'clock hour on Saturday exactly. or Sunday, please. So, but if if we know that you're up, man, we are gonna start reaching out to you. That was great this morning. We can't thank you enough for being a part of this morning, this morning show. Yeah, no problem, no problem, guys. I'm I'm up on Sunday for church, so. You got me. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, we'll we get go. you before it ends. Thanks, Caleb. And, and as we say goodbye to Caleb, I say this to you, Jason. Happy 85th birthday. 85. Oscar Robinson. Robertson. The big O. How many point guards all time are you putting ahead of him? That's so hard to compare oh, that era, two. though. There's only two to me. I mean, Magic. Yeah. Who else are you putting The guy I can't stand, but I can't deny his game. Isaiah Thompson. No. No. Yeah, yeah. No, not, not at that same level. He's third out From of From Chicago, three. and you can't stand Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, and I'm in a long line of Oh, we got to talk dude, about that. No, we ain't got to talk about it. Dude left Illinois and went to Indiana to play for Bobby Knight. You sound right. like my dad who couldn't stand who couldn't stand uh, Dominique Wilkins for the same reason. He left North Carolina to play at UGA. Well, I like me some names. And couldn't like, stand the sense. I could put him online right now. <laughs> I would love Isaiah. that. <laughs> and plus, he was a part. And then, we oh, don't get me started, Isaiah, because he proved it, what kind of person he was down the road. Threw his own baby under the bus with that stuff with the Knicks, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we're moving into the uh, 9 o'clock hour. We're going to be talking Miles Garrett from Fox 5. Also, it's rivalry week. we got to get into some of these matchups coming up in college football. But up next, I normally save this for a casting call. I'm going to point you towards some of the casting directors. But I have a follow-up to something that Jason and I talked about earlier. That is up next. Sam and Greg, along with Jason Longshore, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. On a, what they call the double A side. Yeah, we can bring it down now. Um, Strawberry Fields was the first one they did, recorded it, didn't use it on the album. Just a single on its and own. And then put it out, yeah, put okay. it out with Penny Lane uh, okay. on a single. Yeah. Then it exploded. Yep. So they ended up finishing Sgt. Pepper's, but they put it on Revolver. Huh. So there's your insignificant information. I, I did not know Sergeant that. Pepper's was the first song they recorded for that album, that breakthrough Yep. Really transcended album, Sgt. Pepper's, but it never made the album and ended up on a whole nother hmm. on a whole nother album. But the two songs, Penny Lane and, and that one, did pretty good in the story. That's why they had to put it on the album because some record exec got involved with it. Of that. course, that's but how the other reason goes. I, I had play this because on this date, this November twenty fourth, mm-hmm. 
The, there's very few people in life, but there's a few of these people who sit back and wonder, what if? And this guy is one of them. His name is Pete Best. Yes. Would have been his birthday today. You know who Pete Best is. I know is. who Pete Best is. No, yeah. Well, she's busy. Pete Best was the original drummer of the Beatles. Yep. And for, I don't know if it was because of a girlfriend he had or, you know, there's been multiple stories as to why he yeah. didn't stick with them. You've had a, a bunch of bands who they start out with a, a lineup and they start to blow up, whether it's just they start to tour, they start to get busy, and it's not for everybody. Right. And, and people say, you know what, I'm going to step away, and then the band blows up and becomes massive, and you're like, man, I wish I'd stayed. The funny thing is Eric Clapton did that with a few. Oh, <laughs> and they that's had success. True. He went from the Yardbirds, and he did all this stuff with different musicians. and, and Some people know. don't play well with others as well. Do you think that's what uh, Eric's got? Maybe a little bit. Mm. He, he's, he seems a little prickly at times. I guess. He, he, he did write a song that if you have kids, you can't listen to. Yeah, that once that the, the, his last, um, big I think one. it was a Grammy. Yeah, his last big hit. Yeah, Tears in Heaven. Yeah, I like Tracy. She can't listen to it. No, if you have a kid, you can't listen to that song. No, he's he's an unbelievable artist. I mean, an incredible artist, but maybe not the best person to have in your band. Wow, you know, I never even thought about that, but you might be right. It happens. I, I never, Some people are better on their own. You're right. Okay, that's Jason Longshore right there. With, with a very valid opinion. <laughs> bands, again, are, the dynamic of bands, you know, just like we're about to get into when you talk about a, a movie production, a TV cast, like you got to have the chemistry as much as you got to have the talent. You got to have both. Right. You can't do it. And sometimes in, in the music world, you can just go on and do your own solo well, thing see, and then do it. You see that with couples in movies that mm -hmm. some couples, you know, you can just tell right from the beginning that there's a chemistry there. And then some you just go, Huh? Yeah, but then in like ensemble cast too, and I've been for whatever reason I've gotten hung up lately on the the history of Saturday Night Live and and reading through the the history of cast coming together. And you had some casts that were incredibly talented people that didn't mesh. It just well, Bill it Murray, didn't his arrival in Chevy fit. Chase, right? It just things didn't fit. People didn't get along, and you can have the you can have more talent. But maybe it doesn't actually come out that way because no. of the chemistry. We see that with sports teams too. Did you, did you ever hear that rumor? And I, it, it ended. But for a, a good stretch of the history of Saturday Night Live, there was a thing that every time there was a perfect game thrown in baseball, somebody died from Saturday Night Live no, or vice I did not versa. Know this. No, seriously, it was like, oh, it was wow. like a thing. But not just a no hitter. It was like a perfect game. Yeah. Huh? Shortly thereafter. And I can't remember which one happened first, but there was there was something that was regularly talked about. Uh, again, Jason Longshore in for Sam. This is normally when I would talk about the movies uh, and, and casting call, and that is really going to ramp up next week. The strike ended. You know about that yes. last few weeks back, and and as the holiday approached, I thought, well, you know what? Most of the casting directors, if not all of them, are doing things like commercials and industrials, um, some projects that got waivers. You know, that they could go out and start filming. I got blessed to get, uh, I showed you earlier, uh, an audition for the TV show Will Trent, which is over on ABC. I got to knock that out this week. And nice. I don't know when it's going to air. And I probably won't get it. I, you know, you, I, I, I do them and then I leave them. This is a thing in our house. I tell Tracy, don't ever ask me how I did in an audition <laughs> because I have to forget it. Yeah. Once I do it, I get worked up and I know what I'm going to do. But when I'm done with it, don't ask. Me. I don't know how right. I did because I don't know There's what they're looking for. There's nothing you can for. do about it at that point. Exactly. Yeah. 
So I, I just throw it out there. Um, but what I am doing right now is advising those who are interested, who are on the fence, who want to start doing some extra work. We had Patrick Eng- Ingram from Extras Cast in Atlanta on yesterday, who, by the way, spent the strike <laughs> to make money. He was selling his Bulldog tickets. Oh, that's, that's what he did during the strike. Good time for that to make some money. So, you know, he's back up and running, Patrick, and, and, and Extras Cast in Atlanta. They were the casting company for, like, Walking Dead. Done a number of big productions. So I'm driving you to get cast with Greg or on our website where you see where I have the list of casts. Go to the casting directors. There's a, there's a list of them. And just go to their social media pages. So if you were to go to X and go get cast with Greg, you'll see it there, and then you click on the page. Now, there's no jobs in front of the camera right now. that I'm going to start that next week. Okay. But I still have the strike, if you will, the strike uh, notice up. And you can use that to scroll through and go to the bottom, and you'll see the list of casting. I also show you how to submit yourself. I got a couple connections with voiceover people. But Extras Casting Atlanta, Casting Taylor Made, CL Casting, Destination Casting, Hilton Casting, uh, On Location Casting, Casting All Talent, Tammy Smith, Bill Marinella, Rose Lock, Cab Casting. Go to their social media pages and see what they're casting right now. They're all going to get real busy moving forward here, but this is a way for you to get in their database. And if you don't want to... Look for anything specific. Take three pictures of yourself in front of a wall. All right, not a that a wall with you know a white background, but a, a nice background, clear, nice lighting, waist up, headshot, full body. Send that in with your stats and your days of availability, and that will get you in the database. That's all you need to do. And then as you continue to go to their social media pages or see what I post up there, you can just tailor your next submission to whatever it is. They need people for restaurant patrons or they need people to be construction workers. Whatever it is, you want to submit yourself. You guys got any questions about this stuff, greg.clarkson, odyssey.com. And again, you can. Uh, I'll start having the list up at Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. Excuse me, X. Yeah, well, I <laughs> call it Twitter too. It's the bird app. Come on. All right, now. I gotta, I gotta put this out because you guys didn't. I thought you were gonna ask me. I gotta promote two things that are coming up. Okay. You a fan of the Rock? Of course. Got a project coming out. I can't really? post the picture yet. Still, right. until they start running commercials, called Red One. Okay. That'll be coming out. Um, Fairly Brothers. You a fan of theirs? Mm. Uh, like mm. Cohen Brothers better? Mm. Uh, mm. You just like ha- Shallow How? Did you like, uh, I don't have their list of movies in front of me here. Anyway, uh, Dear Santa, there's a project coming out. So okay. I, have, I have been blessed to be in two Christmas projects. Dear Santa is Jack Black. I'll just say that. And I can't give the plot out until yeah. they start doing stuff. Come on. Um, I don't know when this thing is going to come out. And these are all things I did earlier in the year. Right. But the strike and other stuff pushed stuff back. But now I have been told it's coming out. Um, the Life and Times of Miss Cleo. Oh, call me now. The Life and Times of Miss Cleo. Oh, remember wow. there's there's no yeah. new ideas in show business? Yeah. So they go back 20, 25 years and oh, remember the wow. psychic no, network. Oh, I remember Miss Cleo. Yeah. So they are making a movie about Miss Cleo. They're making a movie and about Miss Cleo. I was, I, I was in it, and <sighs> I can't tell you this. I, I, want, I can't wait to tell you this one scene, but the, the scene I'm in, I'm actually not playing a reporter, what I normally do. I'm a neighbor in this one, but that's coming out. And then Black Mafia Family. Which will be out beginning of the year. Okay, uh, I got a couple episodes of that. Okay, just want to toot my own horn. Nice, no, no toot away out there. And but the point is, we talk about this stuff, and when we have the opportunity, Sam and I give you a shot at jobs. Right. We talk about jobs with 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 a lot of the 
the, the counties here looking for cops and firemen and mm-hmm. things like that, which, by the way, they still are. Yeah. So if you're looking to get in, um, you know, be a first responder or law enforcement, you just pick the county, and I guarantee you they'll send you an application. A lot of the counties, a lot of the parks and rec departments are looking for referees, for officials, That's for the other umpires. Thing too. The, a lot of them are needing it. High school sports need referees and officials really bad. And I know with high school soccer coming up, in February, there's going to be some games, and I saw it last season, that ended up getting canceled because they didn't have referees. So if you're looking for that and you're interested, any sport you want, there's going to be opportunities out there. Happy 83rd birthday, former commissioner Paul Tagliabue. Hmm. He's just a couple years older and younger than Oscar Robinson. Uh, Pete Best, we talked about him from the infamous category. Would have been Ted Bundy's birthday today. I said from the infamous category. And um, another one from the infamous category, but he's a lot more interesting. Would have been Lucky Luciano's birthday today. Charlie Luciano. Definitely more interesting. Absolutely. Um, Anyway, we are moving into this uh, 9 o'clock hour. We're going to hear from Miles Garrett from Fox 5. Going to talk Falcons, and and this matchup between them and the Saints coming up is, well, live down here, you know what this rivalry means, but it's also going to have a little extra to it because the world is celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, and they're going to be all over Mercedes-Benz this upcoming game. Also going to talk about rivalry weekend, which is, well, we're here with it. But I want to get your thoughts on the big games coming up this Saturday. That meaning Jason. He's in for Sam. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 